to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you could not fail. Everyone, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, wow, you know, this is such an amazing time. I have to tell you that uh, I was just listening to uh, Deborah Doc Watson in the show before, and I, I'm just like totally blown away by the people that have come to the table to take their message out into the world. And I don't know if our, the listeners on this station know exactly how this, and I just want to share a little bit with you. For many of you that listen to me Monday through Friday out of Seattle and Tampa, uh, you know about the Dr. Pat show, you know about what we do and what we talk about. This show today, we focus on health and well-being very specifically, but the, the folks that you're listening to, and if you're listening, you're listening in the Chicago area, listening in Huntsville, you're listening in Boston, and you're listening on the internet um, at healthradio.net. And what I want to say is that this is such a time to really honor all of the hosts that you and the ones that are going to come on after because all of us have said yes to really taking our message out into the world. And we do this in a lot of different ways. For me, I buy my airtime in different cities and through the grace and the goodness of our sponsors, we're able to have a thriving radio show. I'm known as an independent radio host because in that way, we get to broadcast to each and every one of you what we believe are options and correct and accurate information. And out of all of this, you get to decide without any filters, without any hidden agenda, genders, what exactly you can do to thrive in life. Today we've got a twofer, as we say on this show. The first part of the show is going to be with um, uh, a phenomenal individual uh, who ha- is a feng shui consultant and instructor and has been trained in the, in, in the art of, of feng shui. We're going to hear a little bit about that, Bobby Baxter. She's going to join us today and talk with us about feng shui and how that relates to health and harmony and balance. This is such an important conversation. And then we're going to be joined in the second half of the show. Uh, Pam Osley is going to be calling in and joining the show. Um, and we're going to be talking about love colors. So today it's really about shifting the vibration so that every one of us can create the harmony and balance that we want. And I'm hoping Bobby is on the line. Bobby, are you on the line? Line. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. You know, I was saying that, you know, all of the folks that are on as independent radio hosts have really joined the, joined the game to really talk about taking a very powerful message out there. You're going to be talking about balance right out of the gate. What is any of that? What does Feng Shui have to do with anything related to health? Well, everything within, inside of us, all of those subconscious beliefs, all of our opinions, every aspect of our beingness is inside, deep within our unconscious part of us. And, and so everything within seeks an outward expression. And it shows up 
in our environment. It shows up in our behaviors. It shows up in our attitudes. And today we're focusing on the environmental aspect of it. And so what I do is decode some of those messages or those uh, clues in the environment so that we can live in a space that feels nurturing, it is more sacred, it just feels better, and that's what feng shui can do. Well, I, I read the, the information you put together on being a clutterholic. Yes. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that because, uh, you know, I, I don't know that we understand what clutter is, especially if you're in the middle of it. Right. And the reason, yeah, the reason I say that is, you know, I worked with some of the most brilliant minds at Bell Laboratories, and I'm telling you, you know, you entered their offices at your own risk. And so right. what is what is having stuff around and the environment, how does that affect our physical well-being? Well, you've touched umps in offices, in the body, and so you can utilize the principles of feng shui and the foundation of feng shui in all areas of your life. And so clutter being the most popular class that I teach, it helps us understand how clutter can interfere with our beingness. And one of the ways that I define clutter is anything that we have a negative connection to, either how we got it, the circumstances around it, or by whom, or our association with that. And clutter can also be too much crammed into too small of a space. So you can have wonderful associations and powerful connections with your stuff, but if you have too much of it, then that's a metaphor because I believe everything is a metaphor and I look for those clues to unravel the mystery of those metaphors in our life. One example is if you've kept something in your space that has a a negative association to how you got it, for instance, then that message or that association is constantly being reinforced every time you walk in the space with that. And so clutter is things that are, are no longer useful, things that we have that negative association to, things that are broken, damaged, unfinished projects can be clutter. And we can clutter our mind. And, and so clutter, I don't believe, is so much the cause of what is in our life, but it is a reflection of what is in our life. Well, I have to tell you, you know, I've watched the, my life change. And uh, if I go back, let me just say, maybe to around 1990, for example, and I look at what I had in my surroundings, and I had a lot of, quote, things, so to speak, and in a very large home. And and I don't know if if it means that... I felt like there were too many things, but as I started to change, the things that were so important to me seemed really an annoyance. And so how do we translate that to our physical state of being? Well, everything we own owns us, and we pay it some of our energy, be it emotionally or physical energy environment. And so when we have a lot of things that are energy suckers, if you will, then it drains us. It drains our ability to move forward. Those things, and especially things that we have a negative association to, they act as a wa- an anchor that weighs us down as we try to move forward in life. And so unconsciously, 
metaphorically, energetically, spiritually, they all have to come with us as we move through our day, as we move through our life. And the more stuff we have, the more of our energy goes to support those things or to keep them alive energetically. And so it can be, we can go to sleep at night and think we're getting a break from our stuff and wake up the next morning and have very little energy. And typically that's because all of the things that are close to us in our environment, they're they're having negative impact. It's as if they're telling us stories or talking trash to us energetically and unconsciously, subconsciously. And so they all have an impact. And that's why I'm, I'm a real strong advocate of living with the cream of the crop of our stuff and, and allowing ourselves, giving ourselves permission to let go of some of the stuff that just weighs us down. Well, I looked at some of the material you sent me, and uh, and I'm actually embarrassed to even go over these questions uh, because you, there's a questionnaire that I love that you put well, out on the em- table. Don't be embarrassed, Pat, because I put this together as a humorous way of helping people understand, number one, what is clutter, what does it look like, what are the many faces of it, and because I used to be a lot of these questions that you're going to ask. Well, so I, I bet. Holly Kiff, yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> let's let's just share a little bit of these with our listeners. I'd love to hear from the listeners to hear if any of you have uh, got something going on in your environment and you want Bobby to help you out with it. If you uh, like to call in, you can call in at uh, toll-free 866-473-8255, 866-473-8255. And generally, I know none of you really have this problem, but I bet you know someone that does. And the first thing that you ask is, would you be embarrassed to have me dump the contact? contents of your purse or briefcase on the floor during a class. Wow. Yep. That's a big I mean, one. that really gets gets right to most of it. And and then, you know, this is this is a question that the second question, Bobby, is really a question that um, you know, I didn't understand much about. And I think this is the thing I want to talk about because I think this may tap in to some of the emotional issues we have. Uh, I want to remind everyone you're listening to the Dr. Pat show. Bobby Baxter is joining me here today. We're talking about your health and feng shui and lots more we're going to take a short break when we come back we'll be back more with the dr pat show think about this do you hang on to things that remind you of sad or bad relationships experience or feelings Radio Network is streaming this show and other great health talk shows online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at healthradionetwork.com. And now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. To find out more about The Dr. Pat Show, go to www.thedrpatshow.com. Check it out. We've got a lot of really cool people that we speak with every day, pretty much. Today is one of those people, Bobby Baxter, is joining us. She is a feng shui expert and is talking about energy, feng shui, and our health. And, Bobby, thank you for joining the show today. You're welcome. Uh, if people want to ask you a question directly, how can they do that? What's the best way to connect with you? They can email me at bbaxter, so that would be B-B-A-X-T-E-R, at thedrpatshow.com, or you can call me directly at 360-638-1012. Okay. Well, I put out a question before the break, and the question had to do with hanging on to things that remind you of you know sadness or bad relationships or 
you know, whatever that is. And, uh, and, and yet we've heard that, you know, this may be nothing more than sentimental value or, uh, we don't really understand what the hook is. How does this contribute to our well-being or not to our well-being? Well, if you can relate to the fact that everything about us resides in the subconscious, and so a belief that we have, uh, behaviors that were modeled for us, all of those things can be traced back. The origin of them resides in the subconscious. And so every time we replay a loop in our head, and especially with negative self-talk, for instance, that becomes our point of attraction. And so if we honor something by keeping it, and truly that's what we're doing, if you keep something in your environment that has a negative association, you are honoring it. And we all know that where we pay our honor, we begin to manifest from that place. And so it's it's not just a sad thing when people keep something or think about something over and over again or honor something that is drama, trauma, or past things, but it also weighs heavy on us in every place in our mind, spirit, and soul. You can't separate from it. Well, and, you know, I, I love the questions that you put in the questionnaire because I think these are really, a, this is a wonderful way for people to really have a sense of where they are along the continuum. Now, I, I don't know if you do this in the work that you do, but, uh, I mean, if you look at some of the questions, and I think that you have about uh, 30 of these questions, um, then, you know, let's say that someone really looks at these and, 10 out of the 30 is, is kind of where they are. How do you determine whether or not the kinds of things in our environment or how many of them are weighing down on who we are? Well, you can't separate from the fact that everything you own owns you. A piece of your energy goes to everything that you own, and it costs you. And so what I give people is the, the permission to let go. Some people say, well, I inherited this, and I'm the keeper of the family fill-in-the-blank. And and I'll say, well, does it lift your spirits when you look at it? Does it serve a purpose? Do you love it? Is it useful? And they'll say, no, but. And it's anything that comes after the but is your indicator that you're losing energy to it. And we require X amount of energy per day, a certain amount, each of us may be different, to make it through the day feeling good, feeling empowered and energetic. And the more of these little holes in our energetic bucket where we have this loss of energy, it drips, drips, drips away, It at some point in time our vitality is going to suffer. We may become depressed. The more you have, the more you support. And, and then there's not the opportunity to move through the day or to move through our life with a sense of light airiness of joy, of exquisite joy, our stuff is weighing us down totally. I've got to ask you a question. One of the questions you have in this list, mm-hmm. I understand most of them, but there's one question that kind of jumped out at me, at, well, maybe because, you know, this is I have something be good. To, what, which yeah, one? this is good. Yeah, well, it says you have something in your kitchen that it, that's avocado green or harvest gold. And I uh, thought, wow, what does that have anything to do with anything? Well, Typically, it, all right, here's a good way to explain it. If we 
your environment right now reflects who you are, who you have evolved into. If I were to pick you up out of time and space and deposit you into your environment of 30 years ago, that would reflect who you were at that time in space with all of the knowledge and experience that you had accumulated to date. And anything that does not evolve along with us, or if we don't evolve, it's because we're so anchored down, we're so stuck in the what, who, what, when, where, and why type woulda, coulda, shoulda energy. And so typically, your environment should reflect your evolution. And how many of us, just think a moment, reflect back to your environment 30 years ago? Would you feel comfortable in it now, or would you look at it and say, oh, my word, look at the size of those floral prints, and I don't even do orange and in that color anymore. And, and so avocado green, harvest gold, those represent an error of the, the 70s, 80s, for instance, probably closer to the 70s. And if you have not evolved to the place and you're still hanging on to stuff like that, just trivial stuff like that, that tells me that you are carrying along some anchors from the past or that it is indicative of how you respond to letting go of things. It's a clue. It's not causing it. It's a clue that tells me that you're probably, if I were to ask you a series of questions, you would answer yes to a lot of them that would indicate that, that you have not moved on from some drama or trauma, and, and we would explore that together. It's an opportunity. Let me ask you this question. Are men more uh, likely to be clutterholics than women, or doesn't it matter? It doesn't matter. It does not matter because the tendency to hang on is universal. We all experience it, and we all just hang on to stuff differently. Women tend to do a lot of um, emotional or or um, Retail therapy, what I call it, where to make ourselves feel good at any given time we go out and buy something, where men might do something. But then to do it, they have to attract a lot of stuff around going out and building in the garage. So I would look at the, the garage or their office or their personal space to see what's going on with the men where women tend to take over the whole house. Well, but Bobby, bedrooms yeah. too. Oh, you know, this is so fascinating. We don't think about our environment and our health and well-being. And yet we know right now that, you know, stress just eats away at our soul. I want to thank you for joining the show today. What would be your personal message? What do you want to leave our listeners with? I would love to give everyone permission to only live with the cream of the crop in their environment. That means getting rid of everything that they don't love, that's not useful, or that they, have, uh, that they don't have a really positive connection to. That's a gift, and it's a gift that you would model to your children and family. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I love is walking into a room where there are candles all over the place. You could tell that the dust is piled up on them, and they've never been used. Maybe right. that's one you might want to add to your list. Bobby Baxter, yes. thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. All right, everyone. This has uh, been an incredible first half kicking the show off right now and I wanted to let you know that we are going to come up on a break and uh, wanted to say a little bit about my guest that's coming up and and her fabulous book on love colors so I'm talking about Pam Osley she'll be joining us in a minute and you know we're going to be talking with her she's a leading psychic and she's going to offer us 
a new approach for finding and keeping love and really getting in touch with what it means to love ourselves along the way. So we're going to be talking with her. We're going to be checking it out and having a conversation about uh, what it means in our lives. What do we do? Do we keep people laughing? Are we creative? What are we doing to really feed our own souls? Because if you want a healthy life, if you want to really get rid of disease, we've got to start from within. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Pam will be joining us in a minute. Stay tuned, everyone. Health Radio Network. Radio Network. 